0: Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello everyone and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing spiritual magic the mind body spirit connection and how to best enjoy this mystical miraculous mysterious crazy sometimes confounding but always incredible journey we call life my name is colin i'm located in beautiful sunny north hollywood california
1: my name is stephanie orlina i am a transformational life coach and i help people transform and connect to their inner power and i am in san diego california today
0: Uh, We wanna thank you so much for watching watching or listening, whichever you're doing today. Um, Each week we start our conversation here on the podcast uh, from a different jumping off point in this week's episode, which by the way, congratulations to you, the listeners, viewers, and ourselves. This is episode 22 of season four, will be the final episode of our fourth season. Um, Never fear, we are starting with uh, episode one of season five, next week so there'll be no interruption uh in episodes um but this is the conclusion of season four so congratulations stephanie
1: wow congratulations colin season four thank you congratulations co-creation station with colin and stephanie season four episode 22. i remember
0: thinking like just really quick um i think when, when we finished our first season we celebrated because I drove down to San Diego oh, good, no right? look we
1: met in Laguna oh, we Beach met in Laguna we Beach. drove Beach. down I drove up yeah which it was for awesome oh my gosh Laguna
0: Beach is like the halfway point between <laughs> San Diego and Los Angeles um or North Hollywood where I live um yeah and I remember thinking like wow we did a whole season. <laughs> And thinking oh. like that was like this gigantic mountain that we had climbed uh together and it's like now we've done four it's like holy one and
1: four we need to celebrate we we really yeah i think in the second or third season we celebrated individually but we haven't okay. celebrated collectively since that first season mm. so something to think about yeah but um yeah i was mentioning it to someone the other day and they're like, oh wow, that's right, and I'm like, yeah, and we're finishing up season four, and they're like, wow, and I'm like, oh my god, I know, and um, yeah. so anyways, okay.
0: I think we're still the other. The other thing is, I want to do, I want to have a celebration on the show of our 100th episode, and I keep forgetting when that is going to occur because we've done different numbers of episodes in different seasons. We're getting close. <laughs> we're getting. We are close. getting close. I I gotta. I gotta we have four
1: season, up. and they're all in the twenties. Yeah and then we did that one season that was like 34 or something it was it was quite a bit more so (gasps) it'll be in season five yeah so we'll, we'll
0: watch out for that as well but yeah it's really it's it's been um I think one thing that's been really cool I don't know when we sort of figured this out but I feel like we sort of know what the show is now <laughs> <laughs> and like i think we had great ideas for it when we first started but definitely during season one like we covered a. I um, i i mean i think the the podcast overall umbrella topic has always been the same since the first episode but i think yes. we focused in more on like what you know what you do in your coaching and uh, with the law of attraction and art of allowing right. and my experiences Yes. you know with that and
1: both of uh, us
0: yeah yeah it's, it feels like in most uh you know we record every other sunday now um like i feel like i we start the show and like i know what we talk about
1: <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> like yeah. it's
0: not some great mystery um so anyway well can Again, congrats to our viewers and listeners as well. Thank you so much for listening for a
1: whole yes. season. Thank you all. Thank I you. And we it. love hearing from you all. You know, you, yes. you contact us in various ways via social media, whether it be Facebook or Messenger on Facebook or, you know, Instagram or texting us. And I just have to say, Colin and I, we love it. So thank you so yeah. much for, you know, when you love an episode and or, you know, you're going through something and that episode really helps you out or or as in today. So um, Jacqueline, I had posted on Facebook that I'm looking for a place and I reposted today and she was so sweet. And she's like, it's done, it's done, it's done, <laughs> exclamation mark. And, uh, and literally moments before I went to go look to see if anybody had responded, I was thinking in my head, Stephanie, it's, it's already, it already happened. It exists. You already have your place. Like you're just walking through the process right now. Yeah. And then I look and, and Jacqueline had posted that and I was like, yeah, girl, I was just thinking that. <laughs> thank you. It was, so it was really beautiful. You know, so we, yep. we love interacting with you. So thank you so much for all of you. Yep. Um, okay. So I was thinking, you know, transitioning in like what I'm currently walking through and, um, and I don't know if anyone can relate, but when we have a problem or we don't know something and we're trying to figure out how, if it's possible or, or what I've been doing recently is um, imagining what I don't want instead of really focusing on what mm. I do want, but was about being present, mm. really being present in this moment of like, you know, earlier when you and I were had our friend time, it's like, Steph, just be really present. Don't be on your phone. Just listen to Colin. Just like really be present with what he's saying, and because um, sometimes when we when we start our friend time, I'm still like trying to get myself together and like turning off you know mm. things on my phone so we don't get interrupted. And and um, but for me today is about you know this has been a three year journey. Um, the 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 door divorce is final. It was final in November. And now um, I'm needing to move out and I'll be moved out by the 31st of December. And I'm you know, doing the footwork. And what I've been telling myself the whole time is just do the next indicated thing. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to know where you're gonna live right now. You're obviously not ready. You're preparing. So it's okay that you don't know. But what's happened is like being really present because what I realize is like, I'm not the same woman I was three years ago because of everything that's happened and all that I've walked through. Like when I think about who I am today, oh my God, I am stronger than I was three years ago, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, and so that's where I was thinking, being present, enjoying, and looking for the good in it. Mm-hmm. And even though this was not the path I really wanted to go down, um, it was something that I needed to do for my future and my dreams and desires. Um, and then just like so many people have helped me walk through this journey and um, and I recently thanked them and, and celebrated with them and just told them how much I appreciated them for helping me get to where I am today. Cause my journey would have been quite different had they not been with me. And then just being like, I really wanted this in the sense of, I no longer wanted to be married to my ex-husband, um, And I'm here now, like I'm a single, I'm officially an unmarried woman. Mm. And and just like, this is part of the journey. I'm just enjoying where I am and looking for the good. And it's like, I got in touch a couple of days ago with remembering like who I was before in the sense of, you know, I've, I've owned, in my lifetime I've owned, I purchased two properties at different times in my life, yes those of you on youtube this is two the inside joe colin i have i'm always putting my fingers up with the number sure as, if, as if we're in kindergarten here's three this is two <laughs> <laughs> um and connecting with her you know connecting with her like stephanie you're like you've done certain things before in your life and i had f- kind of forgotten about that like how mm what i've accomplished in my life the things that i have experienced and um and now you know going out on my own with my higher power and my inner being like totally like holding my hand going before me got my back you know surrounded by all the physical and non-physical support that i've had all along that we all do right Mm -hmm. um and while i'm kind of like unknown or where you know I'm gonna lay my head down be by January 1st of 2023. Just being like present in the moment and I have a ton of support and it's fucking awesome. Like mm. I'm in awe of my support system that I've created over the years and especially in the past few like where I'm at today like there has been some shifts that have occurred in the just in the past 30 days that I'm in awe of. Mm. And Just kind of basking in that. Also, while I'm like flip flopping, like pancake, you like flipping a pancake over, going, "Oh shit!" I'll be driving up like, <laughs> and then at times I'll be like screaming out with joy. Um, Wait, in I'm that running.
0: metaphor, are you? The, I just want to be clear. In that metaphor, are you the pancake?
1: No, I'm not the pancake. <laughs>
0: What's the pancake? <laughs> the your world.
1: The pancake is the thoughts of like oh. fear. Oh, okay. or positivity or like you know focusing on the lack of what I want the fear thoughts and then flipping gotcha. the pancake and being like it's all good like high five's got me it's already done whatever it may be but just okay. the flipping of the pancake is like that better feeling thought <laughs>
0: I feel like that's gonna become shorthand now I'm just like <laughs> you know the pancake thing uh, <laughs> you like it We'll have to put a disclaimer in like if you don't know what the pancake thing is please listen to season four episode 22.
1: <laughs> so being present enjoying and looking for the good in it whatever mm-hmm. you may be walking through right now whether yeah. it's all good whether there's some good some not so good
0: and just really quick i have a number of thoughts that, that i jotted down um about what you said but um just really quick, I watched, and I won't go into any details about it, but I watched a documentary series, season two of this documentary series on HBO this week, this past week, and um, I realized after watching it, there's some rough stuff in it, but mainly it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good story, you know, it's, it's some bad stuff happened, but the main thing at the end is like, the forces of love and of caring won victory over, you know, not always so forces always. Um, but I realized but there is you know but there is this sort of like um, asterisk on the story which is there's still some not so great stuff happening in relation to this thing and I realized <clears throat> I was talking to a friend of mine about because they had never heard of this documentary or whatever I was explaining what happened and I realized as I explain it to my friend. I really focused on that thing at the end where they tell you there's a little bit of not so great stuff still happening, <laughs> and like ninety five percent of the journey in the six episodes is the good thing happening. And I focused on <laughs> oh, right. the little thing at the end where they're like, eh, "and the whole problem's not solved," and I'm like, "yeah, oh, you know." And it's and like, we "do that,
1: yeah, we do that, yeah. Oh, And that and that's what I'm. Yeah, I think it's you know it's a lifelong journey like just of like noticing things and I think back of it's so funny oh my gosh so I have been going through I have in my office on my bookcase the bottom part and it's probably six feet high and maybe like two and a half feet wide the bottom shelf was just all like old journals Mm -hmm. So, I was, you know, cause I'm just like thinning everything down. I've lived here for twenty five years. I'm not taking everything with me. you know, mm-hmm. a lot of these things of who I was. It's not who I am or who I'm becoming. So, um, I was going through journals, and i and I stumbled upon um, oh shit, I lost my thought. <laughs> um, well, one of the things I stumbled upon... <laughs> Did I totally lost it? I don't even know where I was going with this. Oh, son okay. of a gun.
0: It'll come back to you. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: one thing I want to talk about is, um, I, I think it's a challenge just in general, but I, I, you know, when you're trying to, when anybody's trying to navigate through the crazy thing that human life on this planet can be, but I think when you get into, when you start understanding the law of attraction, you start trying to practice the art of allowing, or whatever you understand that to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it it becomes especially challenging, potentially, the fact that there is when we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing. We talk a lot about the future. We talk about allowing mm. in
1: oh, future so things you want
0: into your life, like yes. you know, like yeah. while you were going through the process of your divorce you you had some of your attention from time to time on now on on manifesting being it it being over you being sort of free to move on all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. but it can be tricky because and i think um that's one thing that in the film the secret that which was my kind of doorway to all this sort of philosophy i just remembered
1: what it was thank you um
0: okay cool um When I first watched The Secret, I think I I realized like, oh, they do show you the sort of two pieces of like, there's a whole section in the the film about being grateful in the present as a way of, you know, working well with the law of attraction in terms of bringing good stuff into your life. Um, But, you know, I don't know, it's 95% of the film is about how how to attract a better future for yourself. Right. And I think the danger there is that the point of using the art of allowing to Mm -hmm. to have a better life is to have a lot of awesome presents,
1: (laughs) a lot of awesome
0: present moments. It's not to just constantly be thinking about awesome futures
1: all the time (laughs) because that defeats
0: the purpose. Like the, the purpose of attracting an awesome thing to come into your, you know, to manifest into your life in the future is so that when it arrives, at that time, you will spend your present moment enjoying it. Right. But the, the danger is that as humans, we can always get focused on the future. And it's really easy to distract ourselves from the present by thinking about the future. It's, I mean, I, that's a struggle I have still to this day. And as you say, it's a lifelong project
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, of getting better at that kind of dance between I want to be able to enjoy my present and feel grateful and, and really soak up and savor the wonderful things that come into my life. At the same time, being clear about the things that I want to manifest in the future Mm -hmm. so that I'm work, I'm practicing the art of allowing and I'm working with the law of attraction to bring some more good stuff in, but not getting in the, into this trap of like, because where that can eventually lead is you're attracting good stuff all the time, but you're constantly dissatisfied and upset because Well negating
1: it because yeah. oh, this hasn't happened it, yet. Yeah. Exactly. And therefore yeah. and it's almost like um living for the future and not enjoying the present. And and yeah. Abraham is all about, you know, being in the now, whether you know, it's always now, whether I'm thinking about the past, the present or the future but that I need, it's important for me to enjoy the journey, feel good now. Like what I was talking about is, you know, enjoying and looking for the good in it because I'm living now. Yeah. And and there's a lot of juicy things like, you know, um, he and I had a conversation the other day about, you know, money and just wrapping things up. And I just remember feeling so grounded and confident. And I waited until I was really clear on what I needed to say in numbers. And then had we had this amazing interaction and there was no arguing. He needed to explain to something to me because I had forgotten about something and didn't know about another thing. Mm-hmm. We just had this respectful, loving, calm talk about money. And I walked away going, wow, that is amazing and it's, it's pretty much always been that way. And even when things have got a little, like some, you know, if someone raises their voice, it's like, wait a minute, no, let's just calm down. You know, we're just stepping away. Um, And I just, I just walked away from that. And I just felt so much appreciation for who I am and who he is and my, my growth and my expansion that I could do that. Like that took a lot of Many years of <laughs> personal yeah. growth and self-help and all that I do to be able to come in that you know moment and have that type of conversation because that may not always be the case.
0: Yeah, and related to that, you you said something earlier that I wanted to uh, expand upon, which is that it's so easy to f- forget or not maybe forget isn't exactly the right term, but like, sort of have it fade into the woodwork and not think about all the amazing stuff that you have attracted into your life mm, like yeah for me I've been practicing the art of allowing to a better and better degree never perfectly right you know, yeah. always improving but um for for many years now and it's still there are still moments where my brains default <clears throat> when I start thinking about my life or my day or whatever is to focus on the problems, threats and dangers, you know, like that lizard brain thing of like, what do I have to worry about instead of, and I, I almost have to, you know, consciously choose like, whoa, like for years, my, my first five years in Los Angeles, I didn't have my own apartment. And I remember thinking a lot, like, like a lot of people do these days. Um, oh, you know, real estate prices in, you know, Southern California and LA are just so high. Like, I have such a good deal at this place where i'm sharing the house and I'm, i have reduced rent i'll never be able to afford my own place and like i was you know sort of creating more of that yeah know? yeah <laughs> and it's like it took a lot of practice and and your co i was a client of yours at that time and that's one of the things i think we worked on was just like not necessarily like moving tomorrow but like understanding that like okay i'm not super happy i'm grateful for what i have here in this house sharing arrangement but i would like more privacy i'd like more space for myself i'd like to have more control over my environment um so that i'm not negotiating that with a roommate or housemate and then like years later here we are
1: and i've been here for
0: three four years now Uh and it's so easy for me to wake up in the morning and ignore this you know, and yeah. focus on like what I don't have today, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the future that you yeah. know, like comparing yeah. a future yeah. where I have yeah. something I want to, we're not having it now and being like, eh, eh, eh. and I miss the fact that like this, this apartment was not, didn't exist for me in my life, you know,
1: physically, no, but you were, you were, you had created it. You were right. creating it in those moments when you were living yep. in those roommate situations and then talk about the whole rocket of desire when you yeah. knew what you didn't want you shot out this rock energetically it was created and it was being held for you in what we call the vortex yeah. in a vibrational reality that exists you know for all of us whatever we have asked for it's all there for us and it yeah. and uh and sometimes it's it's a challenge and you said it so perfectly you know i conscious i get to consciously choose Mm-hmm. what i focus on when you said that i was like ding 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 ding, ding. like that's the yeah. you know that's the prize right there because it is in the moment you know and we do it i love saying perfectly imperfect you know yeah. I, I live life perfectly imperfect i practice the art of allowing perfectly imperfect i'm i'm a human being perfectly imperfect and um and we just do the best we can and i yeah yeah. Um, so what I was forgot earlier was that so while I was going through my journals and, um, and keeping the ones I wanted and then letting go of the ones I didn't, I came across like so many like three by five index cards, journals that were predated um, the secret like 2003, 2005, wow. 2004. And I'm like, oh, my God, because that for me is like the the point of, of when I feel like, you know, I, I became aware of Abraham and the teachings of Abraham and started, you know, practicing those off and on. But really, it was when for me, it was really when I bought the Tony Anthony Robbins personal power. It was on QVC and um totally predating. And I was in, it was a VHS set. It was like a five pack or four pack. And it came with like a little notebook and it was like writing that's down a, dreams and goals for,
0: for our younger listeners and viewers that's what a video used to be it was a <laughs> it was literally a big plastic yeah. cassette
1: ask that your parents physical machine. <laughs> ask your parents or grandparents they will know <laughs> <laughs> um and so i thought oh my gosh so and then even when i was in my 20s my friend at the time had given me a cassette Same thing. Ask your parents, grandparents. (laughs) Um, It was an audio, how we could play audio and material. And it was of uh, Wayne Dyer. Mm -hmm. He was my first introduction that I can remember into personal growth and self-help. And I listened to that. It was really good. And then years later buying, you know, Anthony Robbins. And that really set me off to like, okay, like what, what is it that I want? What can I, you know, my dreams and Goals. I remember
0: this. This whole discussion brings to mind a memory of um, I re- I remember I was uh I had a friend at one point that we were talking every day because we we're both having challenges in various areas and we just found it helpful um for I think we did it for a couple months where we just checked in every day weekdays we did not we took the weekend off um just checked in with each other and I remember at that time um I had I was working and my financial situation was not fantastic, but it was, uh, it was decent and it was improving. Um, you know, I was, I think I was practicing the art of allowing at that point. I think it was probably right at the beginning of when I was your client. Um, um, but he was looking for a job and he was sending out resumes like every single day, like he was spending, he had some sort of, um, sort of target number of like an, one hour per day or two hours per day. I don't remember what it was, but he would work on sending out resumes, looking for job opportunities, listings and stuff like that. And networking with, you know, people he knew and asking, you know, three people if they knew of any job opportunities or something like that. So he had this like pretty diligent manageable program that he was doing every day of like, I'm going to spend one or two hours doing these things, which was fantastic and, and was inspirational to me. But like when we would talk on the phone, I just, and I mean, I'm using his as an example, but I mean, I, I, related so much cause I'd been there so many times myself who he was like freaking out about the fact that he still didn't have a job
1: mm-hmm.
0: and freaking out about money. And one of the things that I tried to do was to bring him to the present,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's like, do you have enough money today? Do you have, cause he had a friend that was letting him stay at their place. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a car um and he did have money it he was watching his checking account or whatever say yeah. might like go down to zero but he had um, money that day yeah. and i was like you know trying to share with him my experiences with the art of allowing it. it's like
1: the, yeah. the, the
0: problem is i you know i i'm sure i'm paraphrasing what i said but i'm like you're gonna get a job like that's already determined <laughs> nice. Not not just what we talk about but i mean he was doing the things that get you a job i mean he was getting up every day and doing the things that he that he needed to do i was like the only question here is how long it's going (laughs) to take and i was like yeah so true if you stay in these fear thoughts all day long every day like if you do your one or two hours of work and then you just stay scared all day yeah it's gonna oh, take longer so <laughs>
1: counterproductive no, right cause, yeah because yeah.
0: you're doing the you're in the energy of allowing when you're doing these work things right looking for a job but then as soon as you're done with that you're like telling the universe well i'm
1: in the gates at all right
0: well <sighs> you're shift i guess the way you would have me talk about is he he's shifting his vibration from allowing to resistance
1: right yeah. and
0: so the law of attraction is like oh, okay and then it's like oh.
1: moving forward yeah things are shifting and oh, then it's like okay. <laughs>
0: oh, <okay>. oh. <laughs> you it's know.
1: almost like the monopoly game where he's like doing the doing the jobs and he's going past yeah. go and he's you know moving and then as soon as he stops taking those actions and then he starts focusing he's talking to you and he's like yeah, but I'm not fine. And then he's moving backwards on the yeah. board game. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's his dad, exactly. right? Of going backward, yeah. forward, backward, forward.
0: Yeah. You know. But I mean, I relate. I don't want to single Oh, me friend.
1: too. Like, me too. Like, me that's too.
0: what I can do. If I don't catch myself now, um, you know, I can do exactly the same thing. I can just yeah. have that thought. And it's like, oh, yeah. But that's, you know, that's why I'm so glad you brought up this particular topic. Because everything he was worried about was in a future that by the way didn't happen like his worry was like a future where he never got a job and he ran out of money and his life was just like destroyed that never happened
1: so what happened
0: but he was in the fear he was in the fear of it every day but that if like that was my thing is like no matter how that this was another thing I wanted to bring up was that One thing i suggested to him which i got from this watching the secret is that thing about gratitude it's like you i understand you have this big challenge difficulty whatever you want to call it that's legit you know you you know we all need to eat we need to pay rent like not having an an income source is a legitimate thing to be put your attention on in in a certain way but the the thing is is like you have good stuff today like you have good stuff today, you have this so challenge. Much, so not, I'm not telling you to just ignore the challenge and act like it's not there, but just don't also eliminate all the good things you do right. have. You know, yeah. you have yeah. our friendship. You have the friend that you're living with. That you say you enjoy spending time with them. You have your uh, hobbies and passions. You know that you're working on, even though you're in this, you know, particular situation um you know he was and he he, has
1: gas in the car money in the bank food in the fridge clothes on his back a roof over his head yeah and he's totally being guided
0: two amazing sons two amazing young children at the time
1: yeah
0: um you know who were the joy of his life and he was still getting to see and everything and and you know play with them and take them to places and stuff so i mean yeah it's just so easy to you know we've talked about before there is this phenomenon that we now understand about. In studies about the brain called the spotlight effect where the brain on purpose will focus on something that it views as a danger or a threat to us and like blow it out of proportion and the survival the underlying survival reason to that is our brains want to make sure that we focus on things that might threaten our existence and take care of them you know yeah. so there's a good motive in that thing that the brain does right. the problem is it can really distort what's going on for right. us and make us feel like the only things that are happening in the present are, are negative. Right. But if we actually look at it, it's like, Oh, that's a number one. That's in the future. Number two, it probably won't happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Or at the very least it may not happen. So why most, am I worrying about it? Like most
1: of the time it doesn't and, happen. Yeah. N- I don't even know what the percentage is, but it's really high. 57. 95 of those things that I worry (laughs) about that might happen have never, never happened. And I was, you know, so, so now knowing that, you know, I have just a few weeks left here um, there are certain things that I really love and I'm, and I'm doing my best to bask in them. Like this Mm -hmm. morning I have this thing where after I make my bed and I'm getting up and I, the, you know, there's French doors in my master bedroom and there's this beautiful pine tree. I don't know if I ever tell you the story about the pine tree uh-huh. that I love it's like maybe 10 years ago, I fell in love with pine trees. And I just was like, and across the canyon from us, there's it's all evergreens, it's gorgeous, the view is gorgeous. And I, and I've sat back there and I'm like, you know, I really want a pine tree, but I don't want it in the yard. Cause I don't want pine needles on the roof. I don't want them in the yard. And I, and I, and I don't want to block the view and, but you know, and, and I, so I just had this love affair with pine trees. <laughs> and then one year I'm sitting, we had just had the deck redone. The spa was put in a new, beautiful swing that I love. And I look over to the right and there's this pine tree. It's about four feet tall. And I, my mouth fell open, my eyes got wide big and I'm like, oh my, and it is in the perfect spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now it's probably 20 feet tall now. And um, and so when I use my thumper, my massager, I open up the blinds, I look out at it and sometimes the birds are on it. There's a hummingbird at the top, whatever. The clouds are in the background, the blue sky. And I'm just like, thank you, God. And I love the pine cones and the pine needles and and, and it's just makes, I'm going to cry. It makes my heart sing. I love it so much. And every day I see it and I appreciate it. And so now I'm just like, today I was like talking to it. I'm like, thank you so I'm the massage room Thank you so much. I love you so much. I love your pine cones and your pine tree. You have brought me so much joy over the years. I just got chills up my legs and I adore you so much. And then my next thought was, I wonder what God's going to give me next like what is my view because I love my view it's one of the things I love most about living here what's my view going to be next and so it's you know not always in that space (laughs) but today I was and it does feel so much better than that other side of the pancake
0: (laughs) but I think you really I think you frame that really well in terms of the balancing act that is like the optimal which again we're probably never going to hit it perfectly but like to try to practice savoring the wonderfulness of what you have in the present, whatever that may be. Um, And then allowing a better future to arrive at, you know, at the same time, you know, not saying things that block good things happening in the future, but also not focusing so much on good stuff in the future that you ignore the present or you look at it negatively. Yes. it's a balancing act but if you practice you can get better at it
1: and it really all of that all of this yeah. is everything we talk about is just a, a practice to the best of our abilities. practice practice practice, practice. About practice? practice?
0: <laughs> 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 Alan Iverson respect mm. to the legend all right uh well thank you so much for uh listening or watching to us today uh, we hope you got something out of this discussion
1: Season four, holla in the can. Season four is
0: in the is, is a wrap. Um, thank you so much for thank staying,
1: you, thank you, thank you.
0: Going on this journey with us on this season, we're really uh we're really grateful for your uh, support and for again, as uh, to reiterate what Stephanie says, for those of you who contact us and let us know, um, that you're enjoying or appreciating the episode or a particular thing that we brought up, we really appreciate hearing that back from you. Thank you so much um at this point we are still posting a brand new episode every monday morning so even though this is the final episode episode 22 of season four episode one of season five will be uh, up next monday at the time that we're you know uh, in 2022 here when we're doing these um uh we do appreciate you doing whatever your platform that you're consuming us on allows you to do to support us uh like us follow us subscribe to us leave us a comment writing us a review All of that uh, helps other people find the show also, which is really awesome. All our social media links in our email address are in the doodly-doo on the YouTube version. Uh, (laughs) And uh, we wish you a happy and abundant week. Thank you so much again for an amazing season four. We're both tremendously excited about what is all the magic and surprises that will come in season five. And uh, we look forward to seeing you then on the next episode of Co-Creation Station.
1: Bye, everybody.